Very Reverend Father, Brother Ricardo Garcia Lopez of the Diocese of Cadiz, who has come to be a monk, asketh for the habit of our holy order. Over the past several months, we have seen that he truly seeketh God, that he is zealous for the work of God, obedient and eager to embrace the hard and rugged ways by which the journey to God is made. Go, Father, and bring him here. What seekest thou? La misericordia de Dios, no un lugar en esta escuela del servicio de Dios, del Señor. May the Lord admit thee into the company of his elect. Arise in the name of the Lord. My son, if thy mind is to enter the Lord's service, wait there in his presence with honesty of purpose and with awe, and prepare thyself to be put to the test. Submissive be thy heart and ready to bear all. To wise advice lend a ready ear. Wait for God, cling to God, and wait for Him. At the end of it, thy life shall blossom anew. Accept all that comes to thee, patient in sorrow, humiliation long enduring. For gold and silver the crucible, it is in the furnace of humiliation, men show themselves worthy of his acceptance. Trust in Him, and He will lift thee to thy feet again. Go straight on thy way, and fix in him thy hope. Hold fast thy fear of him, and in that fear to old age come thou. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. My dear son, in the story of the soul, no detail is insignificant. The design of your life, in all its complexity and richness, bears a divine imprint. Does not God say to the man whom he has chosen for himself, I claimed thee for my own? Before ever I fashioned thee in thy mother's womb, before ever thou camest to birth, I set thee apart for myself. Was it not the hand of God that led you from your home in Spain to the University of Navarra, and from there to the University of Michigan in the United States of America? There, in a kind of exile, Far from your beloved family, God's providence sent friends into your life. Mere men to be sure, but chosen instruments in his hands. There our Lord began to speak to your heart, drawing you to himself in the sacrament of his love. In January 2017, you wrote to me. It was some weeks ago when a good friend named Mr. Grinevich 
made a comment on the book in Sinu Yesu. Thus, I decided to buy it and start reading it. It was not long after I begun with the book that I had a strong attraction to continue reading it. Yet, I did not want it to end. I love the book, and a deeper desire to spend more time before the Blessed Sacrament, for which it is hard to take time, now from my studies. So I realized that even though those Benedictine monasteries I had visited were following their Benedictine life properly, they did not have adoration frequently enough. And I found Silver Stream Priory by Divine Providence. I understand, you went on to write, the community in Ireland is in its early years and many challenges have to be overcome. Hence, I do not know if I would be a good postulant. But at least I would like to visit the Priory, knowing that only God suffices. I do not know if I would be a good postulant, but at least I would like to visit the Priory, knowing that only God suffices. The grace of our Lord was at work in your heart. On St. Patrick's Day, March 17, 2017, you wrote again to tell me of an experience you shared with two men named Joseph and Seth. You wrote, I would like to mention that on Ash Wednesday night, Joseph and I were in adoration with the Most Blessed Sacrament for the whole night, and it was a wonderful and blessed time. Tonight we are also doing it, and Seth is joining us. One thing I like the most is that companionship with the Lord that Insinu Jesu talks about. I found not words to say before the Most Blessed Sacrament, but just being there is enough. I pray that one day, not too far away, I will visit Silverstream Priory. There are, in these letters of yours, two phrases, dear son, that I think sum up your vocation. The first of these is, only God suffices. And the second, just being there is enough. Only God suffices. Just being there is enough. That one day, not too far away, came quickly. You did visit Silverstream Priory. You arrived among us last September and lived among us for three months, bringing something of the warmth and brightness of southern Spain to this little corner of County Mead. You returned to us in January for our monastic retreat, and after your pilgrimage to the Holy Land, returned again in April finally to take your place in this school of the Lord's service. You found your two friends, 
clothed in the habit of St. Benedict and bearing new names. Today, Joseph is Brother Chrysostom and Seth, Brother Thomas Aquinas. The night of adoration that you shared with Joseph and Seth on St. Patrick's Day 2017 has borne fruit surpassing anything that you or they or any of us could have imagined. For where there are two or three gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Yesterday at Holy Mass, I repeated to you our Lord's words in St. Luke's account of the Last Supper. Et aitilis desiderio desideravi hoc pasca manducare vobiscum antequam patiar. And he said to them, With desire I have desired to eat this pasch with you before I suffer. I told you, dear Ricardo, that a monastic vocation is the encounter of two desires. The immense burning desire of the Sacred Heart of Jesus for man, not only for mankind, but for each man, for one man, for a particular man with a story all his own. The desire of God is such that when it rests upon a man, it moves him to desire in return the one who so desires him. Our Lord, even when he ignites in a man the spark of a desire capable of rising to meet the desire of his sacred heart, leaves that man free to consent to his desire or to refuse it. And when he was gone forth into the way, a certain man, running up and kneeling before him, asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may receive life everlasting? And Jesus said to him, Why callest thou me good? None is good but one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, bear not false witness, do no fraud, honor thy father and mother. But he, answering, said to him, Master, all these things I have observed from my youth. And Jesus, looking on him, loved him and said to him, One thing is wanting unto thee. Go, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Who, being struck sad at that saying, went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Our Lord looked upon you, dear son, and loved you. You returned his look with a look of your own, a look of adoration fixed upon the host. You are setting out today 
on the hard and rugged paths of the monastic journey. Because Jesus has ignited in your heart a spark of desire capable of rising to meet the immensity of his desire for you. Rather than being struck sad at the words of Jesus, you have been struck with joy. Rather than going away sorrowful, you choose today to go forward in gladness. Last evening at First Vespers, we entered into the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The Magnificat Antiphon, taken from St. Luke's Gospel, was nothing less than incandescent. It gave us our Lord's own words and mysteriously revealed to us the Fornax Ardens Caritatis, that is his sacred heart. Iniem veni mitere in terram, et quid volo nisi ut accendatur. I am come to cast fire on the earth, and what will I but that it be kindled? What is a monk, if not a man into whose heart Jesus has cast the fire of a great desire? What is the desire of the heart of Jesus, if not that you, dear son, should become, like St. John the Baptist, the shining model of all monks, a lucerna ardens et lucens, a burning and shining light. You have all heard me tell before the wonderful story of Abelot and Abba Joseph. Abelot went to Abba Joseph and said to him, Abba, as far as I can, I say my little office. I fast a little, I pray and meditate. I live in peace as far as I can. I purify my thoughts. What else can I do? Then the old man stood up and stretched his hands toward heaven. His fingers became like ten lamps of fire. And he said to him, If you will, you can become all flame. Dear Ricardo, the holy habit of St. Benedict, with which I shall clothe you in a few moments, will set you apart like the prophet Daniel, as a man of desire, vir desiderium. It will mark you as a man into whose heart Jesus has cast a consuming fire. At the very end of the Holy Rule, St. Benedict says, Whoever therefore thou art that hasteneth to thy heavenly country, Fulfill by the help of Christ this least of rules, which we have written for beginners, and then, at length, under God's protection, thou shalt arrive. Is this not our holy patriarch's way of saying what Abba Joseph said to Abba Lot? If you will, you can become all flame. To be sure, 
There will be days and hours when you will suffer a thirst that no earthly water can quench. Return on such days and in such hours to the office of the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. What will you find there if not just the right antiphon for a man in the throes of a great thirst? Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. There will be days and hours when you will suffer a great weariness when you will want nothing so much as to stop the clocks and cast off the yoke. Return on such days and in such hours to the office of the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. What will you find there, if not just the right antiphon, for a man crushed beneath a burden too heavy to bear? Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. There will be days and hours when you will think yourself utterly alone, forsaken and disoriented. If there be somewhere a monk who has never known this state, I have yet to meet him. Return on such days and in such hours to the office of the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, what will you find there, if not just the right antiphon for a man plunged into loneliness and beset by doubts? My son, give me thine heart, and let thine eyes keep to my ways. I speak of these things, dear son, not to frighten you, on this first day of your monastic life, but to give you comfort and assurance for the days to come. The man who trusts in the liturgical providence of God will never be without a glimmer of light in the night, a spark of fire in the cold, a cup of cold water in the heat, a signpost on the road. And finally, dear son, in imitation of the beloved disciple of Jesus, receive the Blessed Virgin Mary into all that is yours. Never depart from her. Persevere in prayer with her until at length her prayer passes wholly into yours and yours into hers. Then, then will you be Semper in templo, semper in templo, always in the temple, praising and blessing God. Amen.